Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Bellied Up Podcast. We are brought to you by Fleet Farm. We love it. Miles. Yes. You got a little bachelor party coming up this weekend, fella. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm super bummed that, uh, yeah, that I can't make it. Yeah, guess declined the invite. Hey, I was, I was booked already. You didn't ask me what weekend is good for me to attend your oh, bachelor party yeah. before planning it. Uh, yeah, you know. you're right. You're right. My bad. All right, Miles. It's it's you're a very Midwest fella. And where are you doing your bachelor party? Where did you decide? Are you snowbirding it? Yeah, I want to play some golf on my bachelor party. So so where are you going to Arizona, Arizona? Nice. Plus, it's like the only place like that that's got a direct flight from Fargo. So (laughs) that's also something you got to take into account living in Fargo is uh, how many layovers do you want to do in different cities? So and your brother is planning it. Yeah, I mean, loosely. Loosely. Who's really planning it? Who's doing the We're work? We're doing here? it together, I think. Doing it together? Yeah. Um, now, so that's kind of... I'm too much of a control freak to just let someone plan a whole party for me. You know what I mean? See, I'm the exact opposite. You didn't, you didn't plan anything for your bachelor party? My bachelor party, I, I, my buddy was also getting married, so I, we basically just made a joint bachelor party. We went skydiving in Racine, Wisconsin, you know? Which I don't even think the place is open anymore. It's I don't. Kind of cool though. Yeah, it was. It was fun. Have you ever been skydiving? No, I'm, I don't want to do it. Yeah, it's kind of a goofy thing. Kind of a waste of gas. But you know, it, it's honestly, it, it's fun. well. I mean, think about it. That's you know, that's a spend. It was fun. I'm glad I did it. I don't think I'm going to go do it again. Anyway. This isn't about me, though, Miles. This is about you. You're going to go play the some classic golf. Barons making it all about himself. Miles, um, what are you going to be doing festivities wise outside of the golf? Ah, just drinking. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're not really into those classic bachelor parties. Oh, no, we'll be at the strip club. I think we got a couple of strippers coming over to the Airbnb. Probably like, I don't know. Talked on YBR, probably two per guy. Really? And, yeah, you're gonna want to cancel your gig and come. No, I there's no. <laughs> Just kidding. There will be no strippers. <laughs> I feel like that's a lost art. The, the stripping. Yeah, the bachelor parties have strippers. I think that that's not a thing anymore. No, I think uh, you know it's kind of one of those. I don't know. Is that a thing? I actually haven't been to a bachelor party in a while. I've been to quite a few bachelor parties now. No strippers at any of them. Well, that's probably for the best. Well, yeah, know? I would agree. It's a lot of money to spend. But I'm feeling a little bad for strippers. They're not making as much money these days because they're not having bachelor parties. I bet have you strippers. I bet people you people don't think about the economy and the 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 type of toll that modernization of bachelor parties have taken on the stripping community. <laughs> you know, it's a great way to start this podcast, Miles. I have not heard this thesis yet, but I'd love to hear what your solution is you, to this economic problem. Well, we got to start if if we're not going to have strippers at bachelor parties anymore, we got to start including them in other activities. <laughs> Got to find another way to, for them to get their bag, you know. Yeah, I suppose that's true. Look at a real man of the people. Yeah. All right. So. Where, where do you think uh, a good spot for strippers to be? Where? What's? Well, first of all, 
pole dancing is a is not only an art form. Sorry, you're right. I shouldn't. I should be calling them dancers. I shouldn't be calling them strippers. Yeah, exotic Sorry, entertainers. I apologize. You know, and honestly, so where should we put be putting these exotic dancers? Well, at? I think there's actually plenty of venues. There's a lot of like burlesque shows and all that, yeah. which are actually kind of fun to watch. You know, why is that? Or if you call it burlesque, it's different. Yeah, you know? why is it fun to watch? Well, because the the athleticism of oh. these folks is incredible. It really is. Have you ever done pole dancing? <laughs> Do you think that they make a reinforced steel pole? That can <laughs> they don't. That's what I'm going to get you for a wedding present, I think. Get me a, a pole that actually will support my weight. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll make it a flag pole so it's not just going to waste. You know? <laughs> we'll put it right out in front, you know. Or just outside your garage where you got all your workout stuff, just yeah. miles, you know, yeah. uh, right in the pole. <laughs> you know, that'd be fun. Yeah, that'd be I really mean, good. I guess we could probably. I mean, I take that back. They can make poles that he can. Fireman's pole. Yeah, you get a fireman's pole. That'd be cool. Do you think Ann will let you put a fireman's pole in your house? I think I just won't tell her. If we build a new house, I'll just sneak one in are you building a new house no i'm saying if i ever build a new house uh -huh. i can just sneak it in and just label it something else i'll call it a laundry shoot yeah <laughs> um she she always was like and this is a laundry shoot let's keep going <laughs> wait whatever my and then i'm gone and i'm doing something or whatever and she opens the door to the laundry shoot and it's just a fireman's pole and she's like oh that's son of a bitch <laughs> Um, well, so well, I was thinking, you know, like, why not have like, you know, at retirement parties? Why do we not have strippers at it? You know, oh, you're still what, on the stripper. Well, that's thing. what I was trying to get to is like, you know, where is some good spots that we could include them in? Because they've lost bachelor, the bachelor party thing. I, I honestly don't know if they've lost the bachelor party thing. I think a lot of people are still I just haven't gone to a lot of bachelor parties in recent memory. You know, Jared, and even the ones I went to, a, I can't really have remember. Have you been at a bachelor party with a stripper? I haven't. Well, all right. Well, I, then I'm wrong. Okay. Well, I, they can teach pole dancing classes, yoga, Pilates. You know, I mean, these are some athletic yeah. gals. Yeah. It's like, uh, yeah, let's maybe uh, bring the outdoor cat inside is what you're saying. Uh, well, they're indoors in the uh, I'm trying to find but the analogy here. Well, a wild outdoor cat that, you know, does some risque stuff. Uh huh. We got to, you know, pull them inside. Yeah. Have them do some uh, uh, fitness classes. Yeah. Yeah. It is quite quite the workout doing that. OK, well, there, there are some ideas. So what are you guys going to do at night then? When are you guys going to play cards? What are you, you going to do for we're going to go to Twin Peaks? Oh, Twin Peaks. Okay, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a nice establishment. I hear they got really good uh, wings. wings. Yeah. 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 Every time someone says like Hooters or Twin Peaks has good wings, it's kind of like saying, you know, I read the Playboy for the articles. You know? <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I watched that documentary about Playboy and they said that they were absolutely monumental in the media landscape. Oh, I'm came out. It was, there was a self. The articles were. I do think they actually it, had some good no, articles. It, it was a self-done documentary. Oh, they, yeah. At the end, they're like, this was brought to you by Playboy, Playboy. Enterprises. Yeah. Oh, like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Tell your own story, I suppose. Um, But yeah, I think you're just going to do the classic, you know, bachelor party stuff. Maybe drink yourself into oblivion, play some golf, probably smoke some cigars. 
You know, you know, it like, feels like a bachelor party thing to do is smoke cigars. Sure. Yeah. Have some stogies. I'm actually a little upset that I'm not going because now I'm going to be out of the loop during the wedding. Yeah. Like the thing is with a bachelor party, it's a way for you to make friends before the wedding. And then we get to the wedding. It's like, oh, Dave, what's up, man? Ah, Jeez. Last time I saw you. Yeah. You were face down in a snowbank yeah. <laughs> in Arizona. How'd that happen? You know, <laughs> but no, it's going to be awkward for me coming to your wedding because I'm coming. Uh, you know, I'm coming there. I'm going to have to make fast friends with everybody. Like at the I, ceremony, know, I'll be you making know what friends. I'll have to say, though, Charlie, is I think no matter what. I don't think you're going to have too tough a time making friends. Well, I'm nervous about that, you know? And so I, I kind of... I'm going to do an inside joke and tell everyone coming to the wedding, we're going to email everyone but you and say, don't talk to Charlie Barron's as a bit. <laughs> Even if he tries to talk to you, don't talk to him. That would be really funny. That would be really funny if you did that. But you just told me now, so... It, yeah, but you're like, there's no way he's going to do it, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. And then I'll probably forget about this because I forget like everything, you know. So yeah, that actually would be really mean of you. So oh, hey, Derek guy, what? Why are you walking away? I don't. Oh, Miles is doing that thing. I don't appreciate your impression of me, by the way. Do your impression of me. Uh, so, uh, uh, okay. So. Uh, can we eat before dude, we do this podcast? Do normal me, not hungover do, me. Do normal. I'm trying to get your voice. You kind of talk in the back of your throat a little. Do you're a little nasal. Do normal me, not. So, okay. Do you like this hat? Think they'll sell? I hate it. Yeah, it wasn't my idea. It's Tyler's idea. Stupid. Ah. <laughs> well, you want any snacks? <laughs> There's some jerky there. It's probably expired, but <sighs> yeah. So I've been thinking. Then you walk over to the whiteboard and you you just draw like a bunch of stick figures. A bunch of circles. Yeah. Every time I walk into Miles' office, he's got this whiteboard there. With and I try to figure out the story of what inspired what is on the whiteboard because it is it's like squiggly lines, some mountains, you know, a person on the mountain climbing it, an arrow headed down the mountain, another Two arrow, random words, yeah, random words, uh, something that just says it, it just says like uh, uh, like potential or like uh, like industry standards stuff like this random words yeah it's like it's like you were watching a YouTube podcast or a YouTube uh, video on how to build a business and then you were just regurgitating like what you remembered from yep, it kind of exactly yeah that's good well it's how you got here so you well, know right, hey right there you contributed to the bachelor party that was that was my roast oh Oh, that's oh, I'm bummed. We're miss. I'm missing your roast. Yeah, you could have roasted me. You know, I could have roasted you in Fargo on stage, but I chose not to. Why didn't you? You missed an opportunity. I did miss an opportunity because you did not hold any punches back in that. Um, you know, <laughs> this is, did we say how you ended it on there? 
Did we say that? Yeah, it was up on stage. And then Miles, he roasts me for five minutes. And then he goes, no, I'm kidding. Charlie's actually a pretty good guy, even though he got divorced. Okay, here he is. (laughs) 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 The audience just confused. They're like, wow, that was like actually way too far. Yeah. For a roast. Yeah. Well, um, what do you think, Miles? Callers, Charlie. Mm -hmm. Take some callers. Welcome to the Belly Up Podcast. Who are we talking to? Uh, <laughs> oh, wow. Hi, Charlie and uh, Miles. Uh, my name is Rain. Rain? Yeah, like the weather, but it's spelled like Wayne, but with an R instead of a W. Hell gotcha. yeah, Wayne with an R. What's cooking, my man? <laughs> uh, I, I would, I'm driving home from work. I'm a wastewater operator. And I'm listening to the podcast like I do every day. I'm 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 sorry. I'm in shock right now that I'm actually talking to you guys. Rain, really first cool. of all, Rain. That's the perfect name for a wastewater operator because you know when it rains, that's when it's toughest on the system, is it not? Yes, yes, Charlie. Yes, it is. Well, Trust me. Oh, Rain. Also, sorry, sorry. I just if, I thought of the greatest tagline. If you were ever a bartender, you ready for it? You could be mixing up a drink. You got the bottle. You're tipping it in, and you go. You know what? When it's rain, it pours. Ah, ah, that was a polite laughter. Rain just gave you. He just gave you a polite laughter on that. When it rains, it pours. Well, when it rains, it pours. You got to make it rains. I know, but you would change it to when it's rain, it pours. When it rain, it pour. When it, anyways. Or sorry, I just with my customers, and when they come in, they make their money rain at me, and then it pours. Ah, yes, make it rain. You know, make it rain, then I'll pour. There you go. I'm liking this rain. Hey, where are you managing the wastewater facility? What city? I'm in my. Facility is out here in uh, Holly Ridge, North Carolina. Oh, I was about it. Okay. okay, nice. Well, what's on your mind, Rain? Belly on up to the bar with us. Well, I, I recently, I have I've seen your channel, Charlie, for a, a long time now, like since since COVID, really. Yeah. And uh, I found the podcast. Uh, I want to say about a month ago, and I've already gone through it all on Spotify, unfortunately. Oh, that's awesome, um, ma'am. Well, so thanks I'm, for doing that. I, I, thanks for the entertainment. It helps me get through these long days. Trust me, I, this past weekend, I was working a 13-hour on Saturday, Sunday, and then today I did a 12, and I got to go back in at 2 a.m. Holy smokes, we got to do more episodes for you. <laughs> Well, I'm, I'm going to be looking forward to it. It's funny that you said uh, made that pun, Miles, because I was just listening when I had seen that you guys had tweeted. I was just listening to the one where you were talking to the guy about uh, that. What was that? Some kind of beer he was trying to get you guys to drink. And you said it sounded like a gas, Charlie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Grain belt. Okay, think grain belt. Yeah, that's right. And... You guys were just talking about how Miles was trying to steal your pun thunder. <laughs> My pun thunder? And Miles immediately pun as soon as, as soon as I got on here. I said that? 
Yeah. I, um, I said pun thunder. You didn't say pun thunder. Trust me, that was that was out of my stupid mouth. I like pun thunder. <laughs> I did it too. I was gonna take credit for that. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, that yeah. sounds like me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, yeah, that sounds like me. Well, you didn't say it. Oh, okay. Okay. Fair enough. Well, Rain, what's? Um, oh, go ahead. Your mid story. Keep going, guy. Oh, I was I was just gonna say that like. Um, a couple of days ago, uh, I was at the plant and I had you guys playing in the background and I was replaying the dish chicken episode because it was just, it was funny. And I'm, I'm at this place. We have this place called a spray field. It's where we spray and irrigate. So it's our post, it's our post cleanse water. It's called uh, Creek water essentially is what we call it because it's, it's essentially as clean as the water you would find in a natural running creek at this point. Sure. Yeah, you can. Dump. And yeah, yeah. So we have infiltration basins and this spray field that has over a thousand spray heads on it. So part of my job is making sure that these spray heads operate properly. It's a big job. And the, I, it can be, especially in the heat. Luckily, though, it's cooled down out here, though, and I'm real happy about that. But the weird thing about it, though, is that the entrance of our spray field is um, the Holly Ridge Police Department shooting range. So it's inside of our property in our fence. So we go through the fence to go work on our spray heads. And there's, you know, at least twice a week, there's about five or six cops at the shooting range with an instructor. And I had the Ditch Chicken episode on. <laughs> and I had gone on the opposite side of the uh, shooting range because it's covered by a massive dirt berm. So there's no there's no way of ricochets or anything like that, luckily. Sure. And I am bent over in the field, covered in mud and just dirty, and it's, you know, not a good time. Sounds just like But I've got the radio <laughs> I've got the radio playing, um, playing the Ditch Chicken episode, and it gets to the part, and I'm kind of zoned out at this point because I'm really focused on work, but I've got it turned up loud enough so I can still hear you guys. And it goes silent for a couple seconds, and that's when I caught on that I didn't hear it anymore, and then it was just the guy shooting the shotgun, <laughs> and it made me jump, and in the process of that, I, I turned around and I looked at my truck and I kind of laughed. But when I had jumped, I didn't realize I dropped my screwdriver. So I got back down on my knee to get it, uh, to get back onto the uh, spray head I was working on. And I knelt down on the screwdriver and it dug right into my calf. Oh, no. Son of a bitch. You know, <laughs> screwdrivers, they got to come with a warning on them. I've been saying this for years. Yeah, it's one of those tiny, tiny ones that has to be able to fit into the nozzle of the sprayer so I can get things like dead bugs and uh, frogs and little rocks out because that's what really clogs them up a lot. <laughs> and um, so I, I just dropped it, and when I knelt down, something poked me, and I thought I'd, I had knelt down on a strong piece of hay. But then when I looked down and saw that I had a screwdriver handle sticking out of my leg i was like oh wait a minute 
Yeah. Tell me more about. Yeah. Yeah. What I love. Uh, well, do you ever watch? Hold on. Let, let's let's. We need to. I, we need to know more. Tell us more. What happened after that? Well, I had only gone in, uh, I would probably say about like a half an inch. So I just, I just ripped it out and went to go clean it. And that was the end of that. I just thought it was really funny because of the circumstances. I was, um, because at first I heard the shotgun and I like stood up because I was like, are they using a shotgun right now at the range? (laughs) Well, this is great. This is great. You know, I love how we can just integrate ourselves into your your workday uh, here and also wound you in the process. So I do apologize about that. Yeah. Are you all healed up now or that just happened? Oh, it was it was um, it was. Let's see. I work an on and off week schedule. We do eight on and six off. So it had to have been two weeks ago. What's I'm the, at the end of my week right now. What's the weirdest thing you saw over there at the wastewater treatment facility? Well, we have this thing inside our actual plant, which everything is gated, by the way. We've got three locations that we operate. There are We have two operators and our supervisors, so we're a very close-knit team. That is and, crucial details for the story you are about to tell. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 is. that, I, no, I know. I, I, I now I, I'm excited about where this is going because you've really laid out a fortress of fences and a team. So, let, what, what happened then? <laughs> so, inside of our actual main plant, where we do 90% of our actual operating, because that's where our, our, our influence is coming in at. Yeah. And so, we have this thing called a reject basin, and that's, where we bypass when our uh, our thing called our equalization tank is, which is what takes in all of the influence. When it gets too full, we bypass into our reject basin, and so it's just it's a huge. I'd say about uh, maybe a quarter acre size pond that we hold the dirty water to be cleaned for. Yeah, and there is a ten foot long alligator that lives in it. What? And he is white with black stripes on his tail. You got a zebra alligator living in your wastewater treatment facility? I have a picture of it that I would be happy to send. Yeah, uh, send it over. Twitter. Send it over. Uh, now. I'll definitely. Home. Is this just a white alligator who who found some shit, or is this a an actual black and white alligator? Um, it, I can't. I best describe it as um, a mini boss you would find in Red Dead Redemption Two. Can you tell it, me it, about Red Dead looks- Redemption Two? As soon as I said it, I was like, you know, I've never heard these guys talk about video games. Yeah, no, I mean, th- that's that. I'm looking up pictures of other black and white alligators, <laughs> and all, all this, that's showing up this is a are drawings. Drawing of it. Oh wait, here's one white well, alligator, and and then there also with a black I, alligator. Yeah, so you got an albino I, alligator. I, I, I wouldn't necessarily see. That's what I was saying. I wouldn't necessarily call it albino, but he's a light gray. 
Well, he doesn't. He's you not. Said he was, you said he was white. He's pretty white. If, when I send the picture over, you'll understand. Yeah, maybe we need to see a picture. Is that is that some weird chemicals in the uh, in the wastewater treatment facility that maybe turned them white? Well, there wouldn't be any in the reject basin, anything other than the normal stuff that you would find in uh, this kind of water, like a little bit of um, ammonia and um, phosphorus, just like, you know, because like there is urine in there. Oh, um, this alligator no, he, likes the piss. <laughs> yeah, I, I would say so. He, We recently found out, though, that... Um, because we've known about that one for a good minute now. But we recently found out because my boss was taking a look at, at the reject basin and a baby popped up out of the water right next to him. A and human took a baby? Picture with it and it was- <laughs> no, a baby alligator, Miles. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Miles that, was. A- that would be- Wait. I'd be. I'd be leaving that job. Okay. All right. So You're leaving the job? No, Miles. You know, cheese, <laughs> Louise. So if there's a baby alligator, there must be more than one alligators. Because I don't think alligators. I'm not a biologist. I don't think they're asexual. They don't. They don't do it like plants do. That's that's kind of where the problem is, Charlie. Because we've not seen another one. <laughs> wow. And that comes back to the detail of how heavily fenced it is. Yeah, which is uh, a crucial and, detail. And you know that your buddy's not lying about it because you are a tight knit group. Exactly. They took a picture of it. Well, we want to see these pictures. Well, that can be easily doctored is, in today's world. Is the baby alligator albino as well, or no? He also looked gray, like a bit, a little bit gray. But we do have a third one in our, one of our separate locations. Uh, he's all black, and we call him Wally because we've known him the longest. That's what I would name an alligator. I've known the longest too. What's the name of the albino <laughs> alligator? You know, we actually hadn't come up with a name for it. Um, what were you leaning it, towards? What were you guys leaning towards, you think? Um, here, let me think of something you, topical to the podcast real quick. Okay. Or you could just call him number uh, one, you know, because well, it, that would be maybe I'll, Tippy. Tippy. Oh, Tippy the alligator. The alligator yeah. that eats children. <laughs> No, Miles, there were no children involved in this. It was a baby alligator. Oh, it was okay. Well, geez, this is this is baby hunter. Miles, are you having a baby anytime soon? Gonna start trying here at some point. I still got to figure out how to do it. I haven't been informed real well. Is there anywhere I can? uh, Is there anywhere that like there's an instruction manual or like uh, maybe something I can get some tips from? Hmm. Rain, do you have any well, kids? I have two boys, Jackson and Jameson. Well, Rain, you know how it's done. Tell Miles how to have kids. Okay, so you take the lime and the coconut and you mix it all up. Yeah, I'm not I'm not a big metaphor guy. You're going to have to hit me in the head with it. What uh, how does it go? 
Hmm. Now, how do I keep this family friendly is the real question. You don't got to. We can bleep it all out if we need to. <laughs> well, see, I I got down to business as soon as I could because I was one of those guys who was the oldest in the house, and I had a father who was deployed all the time, and I had two younger sisters that I was taking care of. And so... Once I met my wife, when I was 19, uh, we got pregnant about, we got pregnant a few months later, actually, because we had met when Hurricane Florence tore North Carolina to shreds. And I had her moved down here with me, and three months later, we found out she was pregnant and so our son jackson was born in 2019 and then our son jameson was born february of 2022 wow so, okay. he, so you know yeah he'll be turning so can you describe to me how sex works <laughs> so i tried to get past that miles you're really gonna make me say it yeah all right. Well, you take, you take, you, you undo your pants, right? Okay. <laughs> I can't fucking do this. <laughs> You're going to have to explain this to your kids at some point, man. So let's practice yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This You're let's having the talk. Now. Pretend Miles is Jameson and, and have the talk with him. All right. So, see, but I've always had it in my mind that I would make it uncomfortable as hell for my kids. And you can do that here. Explain to them how sexy their mother is. <laughs> wow. Wow. Go okay, Let's so. Do it. I am feeling so uncomfortable, but all right, all right. I thought so, you were supposed to make me feel do? uncomfortable, well, not you. Yeah. Rain, what's this about for you? What? Why are you uncomfortable? I'm just trying to keep it family friendly, but if we're not going to do that, then all right. Just give it. You already dropped the F bomb, Rain. So, you know, family friendly went out the window. Let's hear how babies are made. <laughs> all right, Miles. So, what you do is you find someone you really, really care about. Don. And you else? make sure they know you care about them. And it's also important that they care about you. So that you can both really feel the love. I don't know. What and then you take means. all your clothes. Oh, go, go. You're getting to the good part. <laughs> <laughs> and then you snap that belt buckle off. You smack her on the ass with it and you tell her. Wait, with the belt buckle? Let's... With the entire belt. Oh, no, oh. that's way different. Wow. Okay. I've, and now, then, I've now taken off my belt. I've smacked <laughs> her in the ass with my belt. Now what? 
What if Anne doesn't well, like the whole belt just thing? Just let him. We gotta get. We just. He's this close. Well, <laughs> you know, he went for the belt thing. He's I don't, this close. I don't think you need this. a belt deal to get into this. But okay, you know, I, it, hey, I'm not gonna question how Jameson was born. If your wife's into it, that's great. So, a, <laughs> no. Okay, so you are speaking from experience. You use the belt, then what? <laughs> And then you get under the covers, you take all your clothes off, and you just roll around together until things happen. All right. That's it. Wow. Just roll around. Just roll around till things happen. <laughs> all right. Well, you're going to want to work on that when you give your kids the talk. Yeah, you got a lot of work before you give your kids a talk. I'll tell you that. You might want to uh, take the belt part out. I don't know if Jameson's going to be able to figure that one out, you know. Oh, I was just jesting for sport. <laughs> well, this rain, this has been a really good call. You got anything to buy, sell, or trade? <laughs> Maybe a belt? <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, you know, I do have one question real quick, Charlie, if you don't mind answering it for me. Sure, Rain. Let me know. Well, I started, um, I started making these just, fun little YouTube videos for my channel that I just thought were fun to make, put together. They're little gaming music videos. And um, I've been at it now for probably about a year. And I've made, I've made little headway, but I, I would like to know if you have any kind of advice on getting into that platform. Yeah. They're YouTube videos. What's the name of your YouTube channel, Rain? It's uh, it's uh, Shinobi Ocean. Shinobi Ocean. How do you spell that? It would be S H I N O B I Ocean. Okay, and that's the name of your YouTube channel. All right, and what kind of videos did you say? Gaming videos. Yeah, they're these short, uh, between two to four minute videos. They're with uh, some music playing in the background and it's just gameplay and uh, with a little bit of memes sprinkled in, you know, a lot of times the the channels that do these kind of videos, they, they throw in too many memes and it gets too convoluted with the gameplay. And yeah. so I wanted to present more play over memes because everyone sees memes everywhere. Well, I'm now your yeah, 20. You don't want to meme them to death. You know, that can get out of hand. Yeah. I'm now your uh, yeah. 28th view on um. what's the name of this video? MW2 is out, I guess. <laughs> uh, OK, you're going to yeah. you're going to want to work on your titling, maybe make something a little more engaging of that. Now, let's read your description. Occupying my time waiting for gun game and or gun fights, knockouts. I though MW2 gameplay to the music of Cal Scrooby, Donnie Darko, Cal Scrooby. <laughs> yeah, I um, I I like that. Yeah, you know, I I I want to see more of you. That's my initial reaction there. I I like the gameplay, you know, element, but I'm not a huge gamer. So if you're asking me personally, <laughs> Rain. <laughs> Rain, I, I want to get your person. You, you know what you should do? It's all about finding your niche, okay? So, you know, you start with this gameplay, 
But then I want to hear about the wastewater treatment facility. And so if you talk about the wastewater treatment facility while you're playing the game, I mean, I think you could carve out a real good niche for yourself. Okay. Um, You You know what? Yeah. I've had the thought recently that I, I'm not a fan of TikTok, but I know the power behind it. Mm. I've recently maybe starting either one of those or just doing YouTube shorts and making, um, a series of just basically what I'm doing at work and just recording, you know, things like the gators popping up and then times where I have to repair spray heads and fix belts that could tear my arm off. Yeah. If you can make it, uh, a lot like the grounds crew, TikTok, where they replace the cups every morning and show how they repair grass and do all that. I think you got a, I think you got a real thing going, but, uh, You'll find your niche real quick. And I yeah. like shorter videos are better. That way you can see uh, the how well it's doing and all that. But you know what? Get it after it. Go for it and send us your videos, man. It was so much fun talking to you. And and shoot that ab- albino alligator with a camera, not a gun. Put that on. TikTok will love that, okay? <laughs> yeah, I'll send, that, I'll send that picture over here in a minute so you all guys right. can take a look at it sometime. That'd Sounds be good, awesome, man. my guy. Yeah, Thanks was- for calling in. Thanks for answering. It was a real pleasure talking with you guys. You too. Awesome. Take care, my guy. Everyone's got an uncle just like him. Rain, I love the guy. That, I, that just, just great guy. Entirely too many details in stories. He's a detail guy. He's a detail guy. He's a detail guy. He's he, a detail guy. You know, he, he, he likes the details. He wants to make sure he's really setting the scene. But then the one thing we wanted details on, he didn't give us any details. It took him a while to get there. And then he started going on some weird details with that belt situation. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I'm like, geez, Luis, you know? All right. Well, we got to take another caller. Yeah, you bet. Cast, who's on the horn? Hello, it's Shannon. Hey, Shannon. Shannon. How you doing? I'm good. I'm just driving home from work. Where, Where do you, you work? work? Oh, I'm a nurse at oh. an assisted living. Yeah, where? Uh, in South Dakota. Oh, what city? Uh, Philip, it's really small. <laughs> That's awesome. What street do you and live on? <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. I don't live in Philip. Actually, I just work in Philip. Oh. oh, real good. Well, uh, thanks for calling in. Belly on up to the bar with us. What's on your mind? Uh, I need some advice on how to not hit deer. <laughs> oh, good. Very good. I'm or, or. A good grill guard for a Durango. <laughs> okay. Okay. So you're looking for advice on how not to hit a deer in the Midwest. Yeah. All right. Here we go, Charlie. Yep. Charlie, how do you avoid deer with your car? Okay. First things first, work the brights game. Okay. And you got to do the brights. You got to do them polite. Okay. So if another car's coming, lose the brights. But if there's not another car around, Pop those brights. Make sure you got full visual. I was maybe going to go the other route. You're saying headlights brights. Yep. 
I'm saying just cut the headlights all together because the last thing you want is a deer in headlights, and that's when you end up hitting them. They just stand there. So if you don't have any headlights on, they'll just keep running by, and you won't hit them at all. You should take our both those pieces of advice for the next week and tell us how many deer you hit using Miles' advice. Um, okay. Okay. So, yeah. So first one, you know, you try that. Second piece of advice is eyes always scanning okay so constant vigilant eyeballs yeah do not be texting or be distracted driving that phone should be in the uh, uh, on the driver's seat okay and face down all right so and you're not just looking for deer okay a lot of people that's the mistake they make they're just looking for deer and they miss the smaller critters then all of a sudden smaller critter comes out in the road and oh, geez, Louise, now you're trying. Now you're surprised by that. And bam, that's when a deer jumps out. OK, oh, yeah. don't get distracted by the small game. Run those right over. Exactly. In fact, always run over anything. No swerving. That's how oh, well, that was going to be my next piece of advice is always have your hand on the e-brake. So at any moment, you can then drift around whatever creature comes out on the road, like yeah. Vin Diesel. Okay, you can take uh, Miles' oh. advice on that. But when you tip over your car, you can call Miles at, hang on, I'll give you his phone number. Okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. So, yeah, I would say. he can come get me out of the ditch. He'll come get you out the ditch. Uh, he's just uh, in the in the top bunk in the of the Dakotas. Yeah, I'm in North That's Dakota, great. so it's not too far. Yeah. Yeah, he'll come right down to the bottom bunk. He'll help you out that ditch, no problem. Um, but yeah, I it seemed to be attracted to my car. I've already hit like four. You've hit four deer? Oh my gosh! Yeah, they. I have to leave for work at like four or five a.m. and they just pop out of nowhere. By the end of the winter, you're gonna have a baker's dozen of deer. Yeah, yeah. Now, are you? When you hit the deer, have you kept any of them? No, no, because I don't hit them hard enough to kill them. Well, oh, that's great. They're yeah. just walking around wounded. That's they'll get they'll get they'll get by a, a wolf. will get them later. What do you mean you don't hit them hard enough to hit them? Well, slower to kill you drive. Yeah. Okay. Next piece of advice: gun it when you see a deer, so you can you can put them down humanely. Yeah, or you'll just pass them. You know, because if you're going so slow, that's yeah. that's why, you know, if you were going faster, you would have missed all those deer. Think about that. Answer me this. Are, do you happen to drive by a deer farm at all? Yeah. No, but I drive by a ton of cornfields. Oh, OK. And soybean fields. Hey, maybe take the I, long I way home. Farm. You live on a farm. She's not going <laughs> to avoid it. You know, <laughs> she's surrounded by cornfields. Yeah. So you live on farm. Four deer, though. Four deer is absolutely incredible. You know what I think? I think the next deer you hit, because like next week, um, you do need to have. She uses my technique. Well, Miles, I don't know. I'm trying to not kill her. You know, hitting the deer is one thing. You know, you have her going fast and furious. Sioux Falls drift. No headlights on. No headlights. (laughs) (laughs) That is straight up. You're just you are basically giving her all Vin Diesel's. Uh, Remember that one where they turn their headlights off to go. That's what you were doing. I I just got Miles's joke on all of this. This is really good. Uh, No, the next deer you hit, you've got to go track that deer down and, and clean the deer. And then I think you'll internalize 
what happens, the consequences of hitting a deer, and you're going to well, just she gonna knows be more that. careful. She's trying to avoid it. Well, I know, but I don't think she's internalized. It's not it. like she's like, hey, go. I didn't hit any deer on the way home. It sucked. It was so uneventful <laughs> at home. How much damage have yeah. you done to your Durango? Oh, I, enough. Have you had to take enough. it into the it's, shop or is it just dense right now? Yeah. Oh, no, it, it knocked out my fog light, the last one, and uh, cracked the grill. Well, you're not using uh, lights anymore, so you don't got to worry about that. No, no. It, it, that one was fixed now. Uh, it was probably oh, $8,000 worth of damage. Holy smokes, you got a big problem on your hands and no back straps to to even offset the cost of this. This is this is terrible. And you you haven't killed anyone dead. Not one is plopped down on the side of the road. Not that I saw. I stopped just to see the damage and then kept driving to work. That was late. Oh, my gosh. Well, uh, you know, I'm kind of, uh, oh, you know, one thing you could do is you you, you ever seen um, Mad Max? I'll take that as a no. Um, What you could do is. Oh, you cut. Oh, I said, have you ever seen Mad Max? Have you ever seen Mad Max? I haven't yet. Okay. Well, you watch that. They put some really interesting things on the top of their grills, like these long, like kind of spikes, spiky situations. I'm not saying spikes, but kind of just put like put a two big, long PVC uh, things. Let's do like a shish kebab. Well, you could do a uh, shish kebab. Yeah. So you put a little spike on the front and then as you you hit them, they just keep sliding further on. And then when you get home, you just throw it on the rotisserie, and you got a whole couple of deers. Yeah, Yeah. it's not bad at all. That's that's one option. Or you go to Fleet Farm, you get yourself some uh, some two by fours, okay, and uh, you extend them off the top of your grill. You kind of just drill them. uh, Actually, both sides of your car, just drill them up to the door, so you can still open the door. Drill them there. And then um, and then put two big uh, medicine balls, you know, the kinds of things that people get at their house, you know, for like doing sit ups, but they never do it. And then uh, basically the two by fours are going to capture in these medicine balls. I say you get five, six of them. You hit a deer. It's going to go boink and it's going to just bounce. Yeah, just duct tape. It can even be simpler than that. Just duct tape medicine balls to the front of your grill and then them deer. It's going to be like they'll bounce. Bounce off exactly. That's it. That's the solution. That's, that's perfect. That's perfect. I'll get my husband right on that. Okay, real good. Yeah, and tell him I said so. If you need help, uh, Miles will come right down. No, Charlie, and- just do a tutorial video on this. I think this actually be good. How? Ooh, yeah, you put it on YouTube. Yeah, we're not going to ever like completely be able to stop hitting deer. Let's just make it like softer for deer when they get hit, right? So maybe yeah. even an airbag system could be good. Oh, and as soon as a deer comes in the road, you just push a button and they, you know, explode the, out. The bag deploy, yeah. yeah. The deer bag. Nothing. The deer bag. The deer bag. I like it. That's a YouTube video. That is. Right yeah, I think we we'll have to put this on a on a video for sure. We'll use your car, Miles. Yeah, we can use we can use my car. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, you can use my Durango. All right. It's Durango. already got damaged, so it's probably pretty smart. It's, it's fixed. 
it's fixed now, but you know, it's in, inevitable it'll happen again. Well, uh, you know what? Not anymore. Not with the deer bags. <laughs> Not anymore. That's right. Yeah. I think my husband's getting uh, tired of paying paying the insurance bill on it. So, so. you're going to put a like cattle guard on the front of this thing or what? I If that will prevent the $8,000 worth of damage, I'm up for anything. Possibly, I don't. I'm not. I'm not an expert in cattle guards, but sounds like it could be a good choice. It could. I could try it. Well, it seems like the deer. Another good thing to help avoid is the deer seem to be going in the middle of the road and you hitting them. So you should try driving in the ditch. Mm, you go, do have a Durango. Go where they're not. Wow. Yeah, that is kind of closer to their habitat, though, if you're in the ditch. But but have you ever heard of anyone hitting a deer in the ditch? It's only on the road. No, I haven't. Yeah, actually, that's true. When you put it that way, Miles, genius idea. Thank you. You know, I do have to ask, why are all these deer so attracted to you? I've never heard of anyone hitting four deer this close together. Did anyone spill dopey in your car? Are you riding windows down? Are they attracted to something? I don't I don't know. My kids like to drop a lot of food in the car. Mm. Maybe. Okay. Maybe. I don't. I don't maybe it's just where I live. Yeah, it's probably know. just where you live. You're Sounds right. Sounds like your local <laughs> DNR needs to be handing out more deer tags so you can control some of the population, I think, is the real thing here. Yeah. Yeah. I think I, I mean I can get landowner tags and just start mowing them down. Yeah, you're already do mowing them down though. You know what you should do? <laughs> I know what you should do. You should um you should start breeding wolves. Oh yeah, that would be good. Yeah. Oh there you go. Yeah, start <laughs> start releasing wolves. Reintroduce the-, the wolf population in South Dakota. Yeah, you're gonna piss off a few farmers, but you know. <laughs> I mean. Maybe more some ranchers. I don't. I don't want to get rid of all the cows in this area. Well, I Charlie think, wants you to. No, the wolves all have enough. <laughs> the wolves all. Uh, although I suppose a cow is slower than a deer. They're gonna go right for the cows. You did. Yeah, uh, it's a tough one. I, I don't know. know. I think deer bags is our best bet. So deer bags is great. Yeah, so. we'll we'll be over in South Dakota. We'll we'll rig up your Durango with some deer bags. Okay. All right. Well, sounds th- good. If you if you ever come to Wall, South Dakota, I'll whoa, yes, what? <laughs> You're in Wall, South Dakota. Yeah. N- north no, of Wall. No yeah. way. I didn't. I didn't believe that anyone actually lives there. Yeah, no, not a lot of people do. I don't live in town. I don't think I could ever live in that town. Well, I live north yeah. on a farm. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> you know what's what? What Wall, South Dakota, is famous for, Charlie? Uh, drywall? I don't know. <laughs> wall drug. Wall drug. So, oh, wall drug. How are you not Holy connecting it? smokes. I had no idea. Wow. Free ice water. Jeez. Free ice water. Coffee's only five cents. Well, Miles, I've been, I've been and trying. If you're, uh, if you're honeymooning, you get a free donut. <laughs> Do you really? Miles, forget about yeah, Hawaii. Yeah, I'm not. Just well, go thanks to for telling everyone where I'm going to be on my honeymoon. Oh, well, what? <laughs> Anyways. It's, uh, it's a tourist trap. Don't waste your time. Oh, well, don't don't undersell it yeah, like that. Come on. And soon, Wall, South Dakota is also going to be known as the birthplace of 
The deer bag. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, we'll be able to put up a some billboards. Yeah, I was gonna say we could put up a few more billboards. I don't have enough of them. Yeah. Where we could uh, advertise the deer bag, and you can only pick it up in wall. I love this. I'm so so glad you called in. Well, until we get there, do us a favor. Watch for deer. Watch out for deer. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll try my best. All right. Well, your best has not been good enough to date, so you're going to have to try no, a little harder than your best. Actually, no. Okay, last piece of advice. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You can't always get what you want, so <laughs> what you need to do is you actually need to start trying to hit deer with your car, and then you'll miss them. It's, <laughs> it's like gambling, right? That's actually Reverse psychology. Yeah. It's not a bad exactly. idea, Miles. Like when you're playing bingo, you're like, I don't even want a bingo. You know, but if you feel like you're trying get to one. get a bingo, you never end up getting it. That's true. You know what? I I That's true. I agree with that. We've given you many tactics here, okay? And uh, you know what you do now I'll, is up I'll to use you. All of them. Yeah. So, yes. uh, so hit, a, hit deer. a deer. Yeah. Okay. Kind of like break a leg. I'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, real good now. Well, perfect. Well, thanks. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Tell your folks I said hi. I will. I will. And you tell yours we says hi. Okay. I will. I will. All right. Thank you. Bye bye now. Charlie, I think we got to get deer bags going. I do. I, I mean, we could shoot it tomorrow. You know? No, I mean, I think as a product, I think we can pitch it to Fleet Farm. I think they're going to love it. The deer bag. Yeah. It's just like a little thing that goes across the front. You know, I, I bet here's what I bet it is. We put a game cam. We strap a game cam to the front of the grill, right? The game cam will see a deer, and it's the fastest game cam ever. As soon as it sees that deer, ignites the deer bag which will just be a shop vac blowing up a big uh yep yeah, like what is that noise deer bags are filling up yeah that's great we'll get it going we will all right guys we're recording this uh this episode in the past so you're listening to this episode while i am currently at my bachelor party and i'm probably out somewhere soaking up the sun hitting golf balls and i'm probably sucking down a couple tippy cows i can tell you that much there's nothing better than getting ready to marry the old ball and chain by sipping on some tippy cow charlie you having a good time sipping tippy cow at my bachelor party right now miles i'm having such a good time sipping this tippy cow at your bachelor party how'd you get this on the plane <laughs> carry on mm-hmm. I had a case that I put on and the whole thing but I'm so glad that you were able to make it to my bachelor party because you're such a good friend you would never miss it for the world would never miss it for and the you world would never miss a chance to drink tippy cow with me at my bachelor party you would never do that I canceled my gig just so I could come hang out with you on your bachelor party and get yelled at for disrespecting the golf course can't wait to get the invoice in the mail Address to the amount that that gig cost you. Yeah. Well, I'll get you a true friend in Charlie Barron's. I'll get you and a really a good tr- wedding present. And what okay? do true friends do together? They tip they back. Clink, uh, they clink a glass of tippy cow and tip it on back. Mm, don't that taste so good? Ooh, Real Wisconsin God, milk. Tippy. And folks, 
Are you going to the fleet farm or no? If the answers are no, you gotta, you know, check your check your hat head. You know, it's your more hat? than yeah, no, check, check your, your head. Check your head. It's more than just a hat rack. Okay. My dad always says that to me. Get That's over a good line. Yeah. Get over to the uh Fleet Farm, it's got everything you need. Spring is coming up, so, you know, you need some bins for organizing. You need a new broom to do that spring cleaning. Uh, you need some trash bags and whatnot to take stuff to the Goodwill, you know. Get on over to the Fleet Farm. Oh, birds are coming back. Get your bird seed. You got to change out the winter bird seed with the spring bird seed. You got new species coming through, coming from the south, back up north. So get that spring bird seed. Get it over there at the Fleet Farm. We love it. And bring your binoculars, too, because they got birds in the store. How's about it? Hello. Who do we got on the line? Oh, no shot. This is Thomas from Woodstock. Thomas from Woodstock. No way. How are we doing, Thomas? Oh, you know, I just got in my car on my way to work, and I figured I'd give... Give it one last ditch effort. Give you guys a call. Evening, night shift, or what's going on? Yeah, work six to six. Okay, where at? Um, I work security at uh, local three hospitals here. What's the key to hospital security? Um, not let patients what they say you know get to your head. What do you like? What do you mean? Well, you know, usually we get called. It, it's some agitated patient that uh, oh, no so longer you, either wants to be there that has to stay and or is starting to fight nurses. Okay. So, I, I, you know, my thought was external threats, but in reality, the real threat's inside already. Yeah. Well, so the one of the three hospitals, the one I'm going to tonight, is actually a psychiatric hospital. So got to have <laughs> extra staff on standby. <laughs> that pause there said it all. So you can imagine. Yeah. So what's the craziest thing that's happened? Wrong choice of words. <laughs> oh, fuck. I, you know, I would love to share, but I don't think I really can. Oh, a little. Uh, if I told HIPAA. you, I'd have to kill you situation. Are you under the HIPAA? I certainly am. Okay. Well, let's well that was a test. Fired. That was a test and you passed. You passed. Belly on up to the bar with us, though, and tell us what <laughs> is on your mind. So, uh, actually, I got a couple things for you, but you guys remember Carter, the bartender you guys spoke with a couple weeks ago? Sure. Yeah, Carter. Yeah, he's actually my best friend. And uh, so... Her, I mean, he hasn't officially asked me yet, but uh, he said I'm going to be the best man at his wedding. Oh, no. Oh, you know what? What do you man? mean he hasn't officially asked you yet? Well, you know, me and him are best friends, and, like, he's always said it. But, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, he, he's gonna, he said he's going to send something to all of his groomsmen. And so, you haven't got it yet? You know, I'm just kind of waiting on Talk that. About, was this no, the guy that was yet. asking about engagement advice? Um, No, it was he was a bartender down in southern Wisconsin. He, uh, one of our other oh. buddies, his his girlfriend got them gifts. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. And we went through the techniques to the bartender, how to get their attention. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, 
assuming makes an ass out of you and me. So I would be holding your breath until I wouldn't be holding your breath. It sounds like he hasn't sent you anything. And does Carter have brothers? Uh, Carter does not have brothers. Okay, well, then that's not an excuse. Okay, so if it wouldn't be a shame, though, if he didn't ask you, if he asked, like, his new you know, friend. It's I'm not going to, like, I'm not going to be an ass and, like, expect it to be me. But, you know, after saying but it a few times. you kind of yeah. expect it. You kind of expect it. Now, are you calling us to low-key tell Carter <laughs> how you feel? Is that what you're doing? Well, if I'll tell you, no, I mean, I'm I'm assuming if, if I'm speaking with you guys, this might go on air. So he's definitely going to hear this. Um. But I'm just like, how long does a best man speech need to be? Oh, okay. Great Let's, question. Yep. Yep. Perfect. Um, it needs to be not too long. Great answer, Miles. <laughs> Great freaking answer. That gives him a lot to work with. But it's with. like, okay, well, if you are absolutely amazing at giving a speech and everyone's laughing and the crowd's going wild like it would be if I had to give one. Then it can go on a little bit longer than if you're like listening to paint dry. Yeah, I think it's less about the time and more about how funny it is. Okay, because nobody wants you to get up there and be emotional and talk about how much you love this guy. That's assumed. Okay. Also, you don't want to say how much you love the guy too much because then everyone starts murmuring about you and his relationship. Right. They're thinking a throuple is going to happen in this marriage, you know? So so. cool it on how much you love your your buddy. Yeah. We Um, know you love him. You're his best man. We get it. And we're sure you had a bunch of sentimental things happen in your life. We just want you to talk about the one time that he went to jail that no one knew about. That's all we want to hear. You know, the best, best man speeches I've ever heard are just roasts of the uh, groom and um, just roast the groom. Be kind to the uh, the bride, you know, because you want to have privileges over at the house. And if you roast the bride, mm-mm, it's yeah, not going to happen. Gonna yeah, happen. I, I might lose those. What is that? What'd you say? But, um. No, if I, if I go after the bride, you know, I might lose those privileges. Yeah, you might. I would say I would say 10 minutes is a lot. I would go seven minutes. Seven feels OK. Six to seven minutes. If you're not very funny, maybe five. If you're a little funny, you could stretch it to maybe eight, nine. Yeah. And if you're not funny at all, I mean, get in and get out, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. There's, I, I said this, I think, on our other podcast, too. It's like there's, people only remember people only remember two things about a best man's speech. Was he funny and did it go too long? Those are the only two things you got to be worried about. Be funny and don't go too long. Oh, man. Oh, now. you're stressing. Yeah. Now, are you a funny fella? Do you think you're going to be able to write some good punchlines or no? You know, I would like to think so, but I well, guess that's not for me to decide. All right, here we go. Okay. Let's game it out. Yeah. Well, Every, everything's gone to, according to plan so far. You get a nice package in the mail. You're now the best man. It's wedding day. Dinner's wrapping up, and it's time for speeches. What's going to be your opening line? Shoot it to us. Oh, well. 
Well, you know, I don't know if I could do that because, you know, Carter's going to be listening to this. All right, Carter, Carter, if you're listening to this, going to need you to shut it off. (laughs) Yeah, earmuffs, Carter. Carter, you're going to skip ahead, all right? All right. What's... Oh, go ahead. Do you have an opening line? That's tough to come up on the spot. I mean, not, oh, not yet, you know. Okay, let's just come up what with a funny of? story about Carter. What's the funny? What? Give us some facts about Carter. Oh, geez. Just list off facts. I, I he put me on the spot. How, that's, how that's tall is he? How tall is he? Uh, like six one. Okay, okay, average, not an angle. Uh, what size pants does he wear? Hell, if I know, I don't know. Just guess, dude. <laughs> Thirty-six. Okay, like, average there too. Okay, what he, else? He's a bartender, so you can make some bartender jokes. Is he a good bartender? Um, I, I think so, but you know, but he's I like usually my drink drunk. strong, and he knows how to pour them to me. So he knows how to pour them. Okay, you okay. Could, there's an angle. It's uh, you know, uh, he always makes sure. To get to know the customer so that he can satisfy the needs of the customer. And that's also what he's done with his beautiful bride. He treats her so good. Yeah. I mean, that's something. That's something. We're, we're moving. Can you think of some bartending analogies, you know, like, uh, you know, shots, um, beer, I'm just listing off bartending. We're awful at this, you know. Jeez, well, Louise. You, you gotta let him. You gotta let him talk. I know. I gotta let him talk. All right. What else about Carter? Just where'd you guys meet? I uh, went to school with him. Back, like I met him when I was in first grade. Okay, give us a story about his first girlfriend in first grade. Oh Jesus! Well, you know, there's. Uh, I don't care. Let's start dishing on names. The girl's name was E. <laughs> and uh, they, uh, it, it was just, you know, your average first grade relationship. You know, you're like hiding from each other at recess and all this other crap. And then, you know, I, I mean, as much as I can remember, it's just your stereotypical young two kids just who've got the title but have nothing to show for it. Yeah. What's your best memory? That's with- a good joke. Tell them that. Not much has changed. He still has nothing to show for it, you know. <laughs> what What's your best memory with Carter? Oh man, we've been through life. I don't even. I mean, I say life. I mean, we're twenty one years old. Like, <laughs> That's <laughs> a funny joke. And then you're like, "Wow, you guys, you guys, you guys move fast." How long has he been dating his uh, his gal? Um, I want to say like just around three years, three years, maybe over, maybe just under. I mean, he, he was in a difficult spot. You know, they met like right before his family left for Africa. His parents are missionaries. So like, I don't know if they consider the relationship started then, but I guess it really went, got together once he came back after like two years. Did you say that his parents do missionary? Our missionaries, yeah. Miles, Cheese Louise. Is that oh, what he said? Jesus. Yeah. My, uh, that would be a great joke. Missionary. <laughs> that would be a great joke. Uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, you know, it might be, except they're very religious. And, you know, I don't know how that. Oh, no. Oh, and uh, Carter's parents are, you know, they're like parents to me, too. We grow up together, whatever. And, 
you know, they are, they're missionaries, but they also conceive Carter in missionary. It would be a great joke. I bet everyone would laugh. I wouldn't do that joke. Um, you know what, Miles? It's not giving me much to go off of, Charlie. I'm trying to make trying to make gold out of just something normal. I know. know. Well, now he he well, introduced a very troubling concept to this. His parent do his parents if they're super religious, sometimes they're not really into the whole joking thing. You kind of limit your jokes here. Are they going to laugh at this? Do they have a good sense of humor as folks? Um, they generally do. Okay. And I just don't know where it would be crossing the line. You know, it's going to be a lot of probably like jokes related with those two that everyone will understand, but inside jokes, I don't know at what, yeah, but at what point, like, is it crossing the line? Well, you'll find it and yeah, throw uh, out the missionary joke, test the waters. Then you'll know. <laughs> If their faces turn bright red, then uh, that's where those speech ends. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I think your best bet is to write out a bunch of different facts about Carter. See if you can find some punchlines. There's definitely a bartending joke in there. Oh, his parents drink, though? Um, Not much. Not much. Are they happy with him, I, with his profession as a bartender? Well, he's just a bartender on the side. He's an EMT. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, That's right. Yeah. EMT. There's some jokes in there. Yeah, I knew that the whole time. Yeah, I mean, I. And uh, keep going. Well, I got, you know, nine months to prep for this thing. So I'm I'm in no rush. And I've got I've had some ideas here and there, but it's just I don't know what time frame. And do I need to memorize this thing or no? All right. To have like a piece of paper or something there. Yeah. Just write it on your phone in your notes section. Just read it right off your phone. Mm. Yeah. No one expects you to memorize it or you can write it on a piece of paper if you want to get fancy about it, you know? Yeah. All right. Well, we gave you as best advice as we could going off of the information that we had. And uh, yeah, I just give you much myself there. Yeah. Well, let's you're going to need to know more about your buddy coming here in the next nine months. Oh, oh trust me. I know plenty, but it's just coming up like uh, the, the better things off the top of the head. Okay. Oh, wait, you're just going to. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't don't wing it. Whatever you do, write it, write it oh, out. Absolutely not. If you wing it, it's going to end up right like this now. phone call right now. <laughs> We're, look at us. We're all trying to wing it collectively, and we've come up with one half-baked missionary joke, which his parents are going to hate. What do so. you mean? <laughs> Miles, it was half-baked. It was half-baked. It's a great joke. No, if you want to do that, say, like, uh, of course, Carter's parents are here. Uh, you know, um, Carter's parents are here. Uh, or no, Carter, of course, is here because his parents did missionary. I mean, our our, our missionaries, you know, there you got to go. like mistake it. Or, like that. No, you go like, <laughs> oh, yeah, everyone knows Carter. He's always a man on a mission. It's probably because his parents are missionaries and they conceived him in missionary. Yeah, that could that work. That was a pretty good know. one. Well, it's better We're than finding the, the other it. one. We're yeah, finding you kind it. of have to riff it out like that. But start thinking of some fun stories. If you have like one story. One fun story with Carter that could kind of symbolize something else, you know, and make it comedic. I don't know. There, there's a way in there. Just just figure it out. It's going to have to be a lot of good jokes and transitions. Yeah. Yeah. You'll get it. 
All right, you got nine months. And you know what? It's a moot point if Carter decides to go with his friend Tim to be his best man anyway. And so. you're off the hook, then and you can just get as hammered as you want at the wedding. You don't got, even got to worry about a speech. I, I guess that's true, yeah. You know, it's like jury duty. You know, you don't really have an option once he asks you. No, no. you can. Just put, say that you got to work You work out of town so you can't go to jury duty. <laughs> <laughs> Tell him, tell him that just to avoid the speech that you just, hey, I'm not going to make it to the wedding. Hopefully Carter yeah, doesn't hear this. Hopefully Carter doesn't hear this podcast and then hear where you're at with the speech so far and then go with another guy. Carter, if you're listening, oh, right, well, well, he, what's that? He knows that I'm not going to be, uh, you know, it's not, I, I tend to not, I'm not going to say I'm a last minute kind of guy, but like. You know, it's gonna. It's definitely gonna take some planning, and I got nine months, so yeah. So you're and gonna, I'm worried about it now, so I got to make this thing good. Yeah, if he's getting married in October, November area, you're probably gonna start it. It says he's getting married October fifteenth. October fourteenth sounds like a good time to start a speech. That sounds about how all my uh, speeches in school went. There you go. <laughs> well, good luck with all it. All right. Well, thanks for calling in, man, and good luck and congrats to Carter. And tell them that we say hi, too. I will definitely hear this, and I'm sure I'll hear from him. So, uh, <laughs> All right. Real good. But thank you, guys. Yeah. Back. Good, good talking. Well, Charlie, I think that wraps up another episode of the Bellied Up podcast, wouldn't you say? I'm still trying to think of bartender jokes. There's something in there. You know, there's something yeah. in there. I'm, I'm, I'm going to think of it as soon as this is done. I just can't. I, my brain can't think past the missionary joke. I'm sorry. I'm no help here. Yeah, I know. Um, tip, you know, there's something in here. <laughs> just the tip. Speaking of which, tip your bartenders. <laughs> yes. Okay. Guys, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you in the next one. We love you. And don't forget to tip your your bartender. We already said, oh, don't forget to tip your bartender. And we said that already. All right. Okay. See you guys. That was a that we really crashed that landing. (laughs) Oh, that's a good one. Get some sleep. Yeah. Yeah, I know. See you guys. Yep.